You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com What's up everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of Bought Get a Bachelor. I am your host Dallas Ham, and as you know I am joined by my co-host, my lovely fiance and I know you guys will get tired of hearing that each week. But that's what she is to me, Miss Riley Jacks. What is going on, Riley Joe? Greetings, Bachelor Nation. I am excited to talk about this week's episode. Um, this time we only have one episode to cover, so that's going to help us out a lot with being able to really dive deep into what happened during this episode of Peter's Love Story. Ooh. Ah. Today's episode is brought to you by the word facade. Considering this must be Sydney's favorite word. She said that probably about a million times on last night's episode. I heard the word facade, like, mm-hmm. repeatedly. I was like, good God, woman. Like, just, hoping- and like, 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 if you played a drinking game at your house, and I'm not condoning con- the the uh, consuming of toxins to your body, but... If you were playing a drinking game over the amount of times that somebody used the word like on The Bachelor, you would probably be in an early grave right now. Probably so. I was sad that the word lingery wasn't sponsoring our episode. That was funny, too. That was so bad. Talking about lingerie and, and the girl says, uh... Look at all this lingerie. She was just like, they they gave me this really cute lingerie set. And I was like, oh, girl. Oh, you're trying to be an influencer? Like, you know half these girls are here for the influencer title. And homegirl, you need to learn how to say lingerie. Yeah, I, I mean, I heard the word facade more times last night than I have ever heard it in my entire life. And I have used that word multiple times. But I just kept rolling my eyes at... The amount of times that Sydney used that word, I was like, yep, today's episode is going to be brought to the listeners by the word facade. Um, these women, let me let me preface this episode, and let me just say that last night, we did not get a lot of Madison Pruitt, so this episode is more of just a recap and, and just some tidbits and some funnies, should I add, and, um, just let me let me say something. These women, they get into the pettiest, dumbest arguments that I have ever seen in my life. I mean, Riley, what do you have to say for your for your sex here? Well, first, I would like to rebuttal with, have you watched The Bachelorette? I have, and it's not nearly as bad as these women getting stupid fights. Hmm, I don't know about that one. I mean, in Bachelor in Paradise, I watched two guys fight over a teddy bear, and one of them threw the teddy bear in the ocean. That's one instance. 
Mm-hmm. It was also your favorite character. Yeah, I stand by it. Okay. I stand by it. Okay. Jordan Kimball for life. All right. You heard it here first. Well, anyways, um, goodness. So the episode opens up with the final battle of Champagne Gate, essentially. Um, these, Detail. These two girls are fighting tooth and nail over... You called me fake. Well, you called me a bully. Well, you called me this. Well, you called me that. And it just kind of goes on and on. And you can tell everyone in the house is over it. They're just kind of sitting there thinking to themselves, okay, why are we getting upset over a bottle of champagne? They have a, like, Hannah Ann's apologized. Kel- and and Kelsey. Kelsey is not taking it. She is not having it. Um, I mean, it's just back and forth and back and forth. But then... Among Champagne Gate, we have a glimmer of light with the one-on-one of this episode that I think I really like her. I don't want to like her because I feel, I don't know, there's something about her that... I want to like her, and I do like her. She's too good to be true. The girl that he took on the state. Um, yeah, she's not your typical, Victoria P is not your typical, um, she's really not your typical Bachelor contestant. I mean, and... and that's aside from from Champagne Gate. Champagne Gate is just a petty argument over a bottle of champagne that was over a year old that a girl saved, but um, and she thought another girl stole it. And so, but no, Victoria P. She's different than any contestant I've seen on the show. She's, I know a lot of it seems a lot like it's fake and stuff, and a lot of it is. I, I'll admit a lot of it is kind of fakeish and for the camera, but her story. And her background are incredible. Um, Literally beautiful. Um, she comes from a home where um, her father passed away when she was young and her mother fell into addiction. And you can just tell that she's very resilient. And I think that's something we don't see. We see a lot of resilience. I feel like last semester, not last semester, what? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm in grad school. Just ignore me. Um, last <laughs> last season, um we saw a lot of resilience with Kaylin, but it's not something that it doesn't happen very often where you have just this beautiful story that someone gets to share. I mean, Kaylin's was the first time I'd ever experienced such a resilient story. And now with Victoria and her story, I just think it's beautiful. Um, but you could just tell that from it, she doesn't have a whole lot of confidence, which is mind blowing because not only is she kind and just beautiful, just drop-dead gorgeous. She has a good heart, and I don't know. I just, it surprises me when people like that do not have the confidence, especially on a show where pretty much confidence leads. Oh, that's fair. I think that's fair. I think confidence is a pretty good thing on this show because you kind of, that kind of attracts, I guess, the male species when a girl's (laughs) confident, I guess. Um, But I, I would agree with all that. Um, and you know, I just, I think she's, I think she's good for the show. I think she'll make it pretty far too. I think we'll be talking about her a lot more. She they had a great one on one date. Um, he took her to the honky tonk. What a great date. What a great date. Taking her to the honky tonk but, but, to line dance and to swing do I mean, but he, I need to take some notes. I mean, I was impressed by the date. However, he is driving this random pickup truck when literally he like he drove a bougie car, though, in Hannah's uh, season. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, he's all down home country boy, uh-huh. and 
he's driving this truck and he's like, I want you to just kind of see my life through my eyes. And literally homeboy pulls her up to a honky tonk in the middle of Los Angeles. Like you're in LA. I, I don't judge, but hey, you know, I think I should take you to the honky tonk. I mean, I'm, I'm down. Yeehaw. Hey, Peter, if you're listening to this, um, can you whip out your notes from kindergarten real quick and share them with me? So I'll know how to, uh, take Riley on dates like you do. Um, just, just give me a call if you're listening. We'll, we'll get Madison to, to kind of try to get a hold of you for us. And Speaking of kindergarten, did you know that our very own pilot, Pete, was on the commercial for, I believe it was Reading Rainbow. Wow. It's either Reading Rainbow or the Sylvan Learning Center. I know those are two different things. Let me Google it really quick. Did you learn that last semester on The Bachelor? <laughs> I learned that um, this semester on The Bachelor last night. And I was watching with my girly pops. Um, yeah. Um, so, come back to that. We'll get back to the Reading Rainbow thing, um, which is a great show, by the way. Teach your kids to watch Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Um, so, the the one-on-one with Victoria P. at the Honky Tonk, it was great. That was fantastic. They had a great time. They hit it off really well. They're a good They're a good couple. They're, they're an item. So, watch out for... Victoria P. She's really great. She's actually probably my second favorite contestant to Madison P. Um, I will say that with complete and utter confidence right now. I think she's a contender. She's a threat. Um, I like it. So um, so after the one-on-one, they go back to the house. The, the cameras go back to the house, and they get set up for the next group date, um, which Miss Demi Burnett, or is it Barnett? I don't. I don't know how Burnett. you say that. It's one of the two. Um, the ultimate bachelor contestant. She ever. is queen. She is. She's queen. She's great. Um, she is the one getting the girls ready for this group date, and it turns out to be a pillow fight at the honky tonk that they were at. This honky pon- this honky punk this honky tonk honk donkey punk. Um. It's safe to say that this honky tonk is shamelessly sponsored. Sure. Um, but Absolutely something to note before we even get into the pillow fight. What was it called? Demi's pillow fight demolition. Yeah, I mean it was stupid. It was kind of extravaganza. Cringe. I mean it was. It was basically just them. With feathers were everywhere. But before this, you see a little bit of tension building up between Sydney and Alea. Yes. Um, and I just kind of want to focus in on that for a second because... We need to. Basically, you can just tell... Alea, I mean, you can see it even from the clips they show. Her voice, her demeanor, everything about her changes based on oh. if she's in the confessional sidebar, if she's with the girls, if she's with Peter. I mean... She's a pageant queen. Yeah. She knows how to put it on. She does. She really does. Um, She has a facade. A facade. But with her facade, um, she is walking around the house. She has this pilot's hat and she's like wearing it, joking about the Mile High Club, being silly. If This is a family channel. If you don't know what that is, I'm not responsible for you finding out. Um, rip. Rip me, DC. R.I.P. I'll save taps for later. Um, so... Anywho, now that I'm done rambling, 
uh, you can tell Sydney is just going off into the sidebar and like, I'm sick and tired of a lamb and it's her okay. facade. Hold on. Before you before you go on, it's okay what you just said. It, it can't be anything worse than what Ben King says on No Huddle that gets edited out each week thanks to Kyle. So I think you're okay. <laughs> Shout out, Ben. <laughs> All right. The shade has been thrown and the promo has been plugged. We love you, Ben. Um, so... Anyways, so they get into this little pillow fight, derby demolition, demi extravaganza in the ring. Yeah, something. I can't even remember what the name of it is. It's Michael Scott's run for diabetes for the cure or something, something. <laughs> Literally. Demi, Demi's pillow Demi, fight. Demi, dime, Demi, Demi. Extravaganza. Um, yeah, so basically they have this pillow fight and they're really focusing on Sydney and Alea. I wonder, this moments like this that I think to myself, did the producers like, plan out them being the two that were angry at each other or did they just capitalize on sydney being annoyed and just run with it and they always put the two that are against each other they they pit them against each other when they have a challenge Mm -hmm. and i mean they threw them two in the ring together so they sure did and it was it was a cat fight honestly it looked fun was was this what what's her i don't remember the girl's name but was this what she was talking about when she said there's cats and then there's rats Oh, you're talking about Natasha? Yeah, Natasha. Um, I mean, she said there's the cats here, and then there's the rats here. So is was Sydney the cat and Aaliyah the rat? I mm. mean, because they. I mean, that's what I'm thinking now that the show, now that the episode's over. Because let me let me be honest. When when they started going at it, I was especially when Sydney started all this mess last night. I was sitting there. I was asking myself. I was like, and I was going to ask this on the show. My first thought was, was Sydney 100% necessary in her comment about Alea being kind of fakish? Because at the time, I was really kind of like mad about that. I was like, that, you know, I don't, I don't think that about Alea. Like well, no, when they were just talking, the you sidebars. know, sidebar conversations, you know, I was like, is this necessary? Because I don't feel that way about Alea. I don't feel like she's fake or anything like that. And, um, you know, that was kind of what I thought at first was like, was that 100% necessary to say? Um, and and I want to say this too. I just want to make a quick note. Um, every season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, they bring on special guests sometimes during the challenges and stuff on the group dates. And I just want to say this because he he needs a shout out. Fred Willard is one of the greatest <laughs> actors of all time. He's one of the funniest human beings on planet Earth. And I don't know that there is a better Bachelor guest ever than Fred Willard. He's been on the show like 20 times. He's an actor? Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, I, my God. No. Oh, I'm, I'm showing Oh, that. boy. No, I, I thought that he was the guy that did all the dog shows. <laughs> I'm being so serious. Is he not? Oh, jeez. Because he judged a dog show on Ari season. He judged the dog show because they had him on as a, as the guest. But I thought that was the reason why. No, that's not his profession. He always judges things. Does he judge anything? He like he no he's an actor. Oh well, okay. We're gonna have to look up his IMBD later. Oh um, my. Okay. Apparently, oh, I'm I set a mockery. you up for failure on that one. Ooh. Okay. But yes, Fred Willard is fantastic, and he is by far my favorite guest ever because he's so funny. Um, I love him very much, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that they brought him back on. And I hope for the future uh, seasons that he will continue to be <laughs> a judge. On some of these competitions. Why are you laughing? Are you still laughing at me? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, that is gold. Is he in something really obvious? He's in several big movies. Like he's, I, he might. I'm trying to remember if he was in. I don't think he was in Dodgeball. Um, I was about to say, you better back it up and know what's his name, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Yeah. He's oh, in, he's an actor, comedian, and writer. Yeah, he he's very funny. And he's getting on up there in age, so we, I'm, I'm afraid we might not have him much longer. Oh, okay. He was an anch- anchorman. An- anchorman. Anchorman. Okay. You, yeah. you just made me jump. You said anchorman. Anchorman. <laughs> anchorman. Okay. He was in Wally. Yeah, he's great. He anyway, was the voice of Wally. So, um, thank you, Bachelor, for having Fred Willard on. He's a he's a legend and an icon, and we need him around as much as we can because he's great. Um, so the pillow fight. Pillow fight. It was, it was the cat and the rat. I mean, um. Sydney and Alea are fighting tooth and nail. Alea ends up winning, and of course, pageant girl gets a crown. That was a surprise, oh, yeah. and that made Sydney very mad. Very mad. Um, and then we can go ahead and move on to the group date, or the later, like the after party part of the group date. Um, where this is where things kind of get juicy. Um, essentially. Sydney decides to focus her time on talking to Peter about Alea. Of course she did, because that's what they always do. They have to go tell Peter, or the Bachelor, what's going on with the one they don't like, and why, and how how can I get her kicked off the show? But see, again, I've watched a lot of Bachelor, and it's not smart to be the White Knight. It's not smart to be the person that's looking out for Peter's heart, and Wanting to check in on That's other fair. girls and other guys or whatever season it is. Yeah. You gotta, you have to be careful of that because it kind of turns you into a bit of someone that can go into the friend zone. And they make something out of nothing half the yeah. time. It's always something out of nothing. Just like the champagne. The girl didn't know she was stealing. Hannah, Hannah Ann didn't know she was stealing Kelsey's champagne. Quit making a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, just I mean, cry, that's all producers. Just cry about it. Cry about it. The producers were like, let's milk this. Just cry about it, you know? Um, so, they they like to make something out of nothing, and it's just ridiculous. And so, yeah, and she, that you're right, she goes and she's the, she's going to be the hero, the savior of Peter's heart, trying to rat mm-hmm. out Alea and, and make a big deal out of what appears to be, at the time, what I think to be absolutely nothing. That I can't tell that Alea's fake at the time. But then, Peter has quite an interesting way of handling. Oh, does he, though? I mean, And Hey, what? I thought it was great. I thought it was the best thing of the night. I, I thought out of the whole episode, and sometimes I just bust out laughing during the episode because I'm that petty. Um, what he did here was the best thing of the show. It's one of the mm. best things I've ever seen on Bachelor season, ever. I just, oh, I feel like it was a smart move on his part. Oh, it was very smart. Um, So basically what we're referring to is he brought all the girls together and basically said... To squash the beef in person. Or to pretty much throw Sydney fully under the bus and see if other people felt the way they did about it. Good for him. Basically, he gathers the girls together and is like, so it's been brought to my attention that there's been some issues and people have a lot of frustrations with Alea, so... um. Sydney, would you like to um, speak on that? Sorry to throw you under the bus. And he's going to make her call out who she thinks is the fake one. And because she, I mean, I mean, she does. Because see, in their in their one on one talk, she never name dropped. Mm-hmm. She never name dropped. She just said, "I think there's some people here that I think are fake." That oh, I thought she did name. Drop. No, she did not. That's why he called her out in the in the 
group setting. Oh, because she literally said, "Yeah, she literally she said, I I think there's um, some people here that are here for the wrong reason that don't want your heart." And um, dang, I thought I thought she actually said. And I just think you should uh, watch and and try to figure out who that is. Basically, this is basically what she said. You don't need to believe their facades. There's people here that put on a facade. That was probably like the 18th time she said it during Mm -hmm. the show already. Um, but. No, so yeah, that's why I liked it because when he comes back out and he says, "Sydney, I, I want you to kind of tell me who uh, who you think now that you brought it to my attention, who's fake." So he just throws her out to the bus, and and the claws are coming out at that point, and she gets put on blast, and and not only does she get put on blast, but she wasn't ready. She was not ready um, to be put on blast, and she wasn't ready to name drop Alea. But she did. And I busted out laughing because it was all over her face, too, boy. She knew she wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And you're right. She did. She did name drop. I'll give her props for that. But then Alea had some rebuttal. <laughs> yeah. And I thought Sydney was a psycho at that point. Why? Well, I already think Kelsey's a psycho and needs another nose job. But um, I do think that... Uh, Kelsey looks just like Demi. No. That's Victoria P. Both the of them look like. like Demi. No. No. Victoria P. I mean. Mm, they look just like Demi. No. Demi looks, Demi looks way nicer than um, Kelsey. Kelsey needs another nose job. Just saying. How do you know she said the first one? Because her nose is like super like thin. It's been worked. It's definitely been worked on. All right. You've heard it here first from E2C's <laughs> plastic surgeon. Yep. And so anyway, I thought that Sydney was a psycho like Kelsey. I think. At that point. She's intuitive. Well, but did you think she was intuitive at the time? That's I, the question. I got a weird vibe. Because now Maria. I get, I, now I feel like she's intuitive. But at the time, I thought she was crazy. And another reason I thought she was psycho, because right after that happened, the next day at the Bachelor Mansion, everybody's just chilling around and just hanging out. And then the camera cuts over to Sydney. She's just munching on an avocado with a fork. <laughs> and I'm like, she's a psycho. <laughs> what? How does that make her... No. I mean, she just... It sitting, is completely normal to eat an avocado. Just randomly sitting there eating an avocado yes, with a fork. A little, little salt. you never done that? Heck no. Shoot, I eat, I eat avocado every day. I love my avocados. I mean, just mush that stuff up with some, with some uh, lime and salt and pepper and whatever you use to make guacamole and <laughs> get some chips to dip. Anyway. Sitting there in the bachelor house just... All the girls chilling. I'm just going to sit there with a fork just munching on my avocado. Meanwhile, Alea's in a corner sitting there to the girls that are her friends saying, You don't think I'm fake. You don't think I'm fake, do you? You don't think I'm fake, right? I'm not fake. I'm not fake. Right? Right? And the, of course the girls are like, <laughs> No, you're not. Like, you can tell they're kind of like... But she's putting on a facade, right? Yeah, she's putting on a facade. Um, so... It continues and continues, and eventually, pool party. It's time for the pool party with Pater. What, what? And basically, and this who better to announce a pool party than Chris Harrison? Uh, let me the tell host you. of the show. I have some thoughts of me and Dallas joke where one of us should go on The Bachelor so that we can become Instagram famous and then well, therefore win millions. I'm I'm still waiting on Chris Harrison to host his own season That's what of I the was Bachelor. about to say. Literally, if he was on The Bachelor, I mean, all of a sudden, all of my pictures of Dallas disappear and it's time. <clears throat> Chris Harrison, it's time for the final rose. This is the final rose of the night, ladies. Okay, thank you, Chris Harrison. <laughs> this is the final rose of the night, Chris Harrison's women. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, literally, he, he deserves, at this point, after 20, 20-something seasons, he deserves his own season but of The Bachelor. But doesn't he have, a, like, a fiancé or a girlfriend? I think him and Lauren Zima from Entertainment Tonight were dating, and I don't know if they still are, but they were. Okay. So, it's possible, but I haven't That's looked tea. on Instagram in a while, so it mm. could be. Um, but, yeah, the I'm still waiting. The age range of that could be, like, 18 to, like, 55. I know, and it would still be fine. Like, it could be me versus, like... He's the goat. ...someone the age of my mother, and I could be like, Get away from my Chris! And I'd be like, can I steal you for a second? And they could be like, I birthed you! I feel like it could be... Can I steal you for a second? I don't know, I'll have to ask Chris Harrison. Chris, can she steal me for a second? Sure, Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just went off, We've got a whole lot of It's tunes. fine, it's the back. You know, it's thriving. Um, <clears throat> so... We continue on with this pool party, and pretty much you don't see a whole lot other than... But you do see Maddie P. at the pool party. Okay, yes. We will get to that at the very end. How about that? Let's talk about this tea. Or should we should we start with Maddie P.? It doesn't matter. Let's start with Maddie P. Let's, let's lighten up the mood a little bit. So Maddie gets a little bit of time alone with our sweet payer. Pilot Pete. Our pilot Pete. Um, and it seems like it goes... Pretty well. They're smiling and giggling, and she's, you can just tell that she's smitten. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I say she probably got maybe 50 seconds of screen time this episode, that's pretty much all she got. Yeah, I mean, it was like literally maybe two minutes of screen time. But I will say this, and again... And she'll get more. It's just some episodes, they don't get much. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Bachelor. If she's not getting screen time in the first couple episodes, that's a good sign. Yeah, it is. That's true. Because that just means that they have more content of her. If you don't get any at all, it typically means that, hmm, I don't care, like, what's going to happen? Like, there are a few girls that I thought to myself, who are you? When did you get into the house? So that's different, but Maddie's already made her entrance, and now she's kind of moving along steadily. Yeah. She so. she got good time. I mean, it was little air time, but that's, a, like you said, that's always been a good thing. Um, that means that as of right now, she, she's a front runner. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, he, he, he feels confident enough in her and their relationship right now that he can try to make a few more relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. And so that's good for her. And they had a good talk. And, and on top of that, Maddie P be smooching on pilot Pete a little bit. And, uh, somebody tell coach P to close his eyes. Cause they was kind of smooching, smooching a little bit out there on the bachelor. Pilot P, you know, doing a little macking on I wish I could see the things I'm Pete. giving Dallas right now. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Doing a little smack down my my Peter. Oh, man. I'm better get back close your eyes, Coach. Might tell Coach Pruitt to close his eyes one time because he ain't going to want to see that. Man, oh, man. So. I mean, and going back to smooching, I mean, you know, he was smooching on Kelly, too, at the at the group date, you know. Oh, yeah. He smooched Kelly's, on her. Kelly's She's a top runner, too. because She definitely is. Because as we said last episode, she, her and Pilot Pete, Knew each other before the show. They bet. And he's so excited that she's there. And he said something that made me... <laughs> it was funny. He said to her, he's like... They kissed and she was like... Um, he said something to the effect of... Uh, I don't do this with my bros. And I was like... What? Jesus Christo, Peter. I sure hope not. <laughs> what the heck? I don't... Oh, <laughs> Do you man. not remember him saying that? I was Apparently like, not. Peter. Which I watched with a group of girls and we all talk over it. So, I mean... That's how we, we have the subtitles on so that we can keep updated on what's happening. And then, so anyway, pool back party. to the pool party. Um, So just a little recap of Sydney ended up having no choice because Peter threw her basically into the fire. 
And then Leia rebuttaled, and when she rebuttaled, she made a comment of, Does anyone else feel this way? Anyone? <laughs> Hello, I'm a queen. Anyone else? And no one said anything. Silence. But at the pool party, Sydney talks to Peter, and then all of a sudden... Every other girl talks to Peter. <laughs> every other girl talks to Peter about Alea. About Alea. Okay, it might have been every other girl, but it was like... It was Le- most of them. It was like Lexi and... I feel like she knows how to put it on. Who else? Is Lexi was one of them. Lexi was definitely one of them. I think Natasha, Natasha? might have been one of them. I, I there is like there were multiple. Of, there were multiple. Like when, when I say multiple, I mean multiple, multiple. There there was nineteen there, and I would say a good ten of them probably talked to Peter mm-hmm. about it. So yeah, it was something that was very apparent to Peter. Talked with Alea. People were crying. People were getting upset. Um, and really and truly, he left the pool party thinking to himself, crap, like, what am I going to do? He didn't seem very at peace with, should I keep Alea? Should I not? Should I listen to these women? I have a connection with her. I really like her. And then we enter into the rose ceremony. Well, we need to tell them about Victoria P's breakdown of what happened. Because he pulled Victoria P aside to talk to her about Alea. He wanted to know what she thought about oh, yeah. Alea. And this was this was when you realized that Alea was kind of fakish. Because mm-hmm. he pulls uh, Victoria P, who he went on the solo date with, and he, he wants to know what she thinks about her because he trusts her opinion, and he really trusts her and likes her. Mm-hmm. And she drops the truth bomb on him that she, knew, she is friends and knows Alea from before the show. They're good friends. And when they found out they were going to be on the show, Alea asked her not to let the producers or anybody else know that they were friends and that they knew each other. Yeah. And she felt kind of manipulated by that. And rightfully so, I believe. That's kind of shady and stupid. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a big deal. I that Because that's why, that's why, that's why, that's really then when I thought, like you did, that Sydney was intuitive. Because at that point, it was just kind of like, well, why? You know, and then she tried to play it off. Peter talked to her about it, and she tried to play it off as, you know, being looking out for their best, in, both of their best interests, because she didn't want one getting sent home for. Yeah, I kind of wondered if it was almost going to be like a Hannah versus Kaylin situation in Alea's mind. Maybe okay, we're two pageant girls. Let's avoid. Right. But no, they were friends, yeah. good friends. So she felt manipulated by that, and she finally just wanted to tell the truth. So she did, and good for her. Yeah, and it ultimately worked out, you know. But um, <clears throat> during that whole time. McKenna is freaking out, who had a good last episode. Mm-hmm. She had a really good last episode and hit it oh, off yeah. with Peter. They but she's smooching. freaking out, son. Oh, yeah. She was crying. She was stressing. I, I didn't get any time with Pete this week. She was stressed. I think I'm going to get sent home. I'm so mad. They got mm-hmm. all the time and I didn't. And I'm going home. And, and I'm sitting there thinking, McKenna, you're going to get a rose. Chill the freak out. Literally, like, McKenna, girl, you are good. Breathe. Um, but we get into the rose ceremony, and it's pretty obvious your typical choices of, I mean, Victoria P. already has a rose. Kelly's getting one. Kelly's getting one. Madison. Of course, Madison's getting one. Um, Hannah Ann. Pretty much your typicals. Oh, yeah. And then it comes down to a final group of women. And there's two roses on the table. There's two roses on the table. And all and of then a sudden. all of a sudden, Peter says, Chris, I need to talk to you for a second. And uh, basically, he just says, like. He's standing there in the room. There's nobody in the room but him and the girls. And he, like, walks out and, and I'm like, you know, hold on, let me go consult Dad real quick. You know. Papa Chris is like, hey, son, what's going on? 
You know, they kind of do look like they could be related. Yeah, and then, so after that, he come, like, they, they come, Peter comes walking back in the room to stand by the two roses, and then here comes Dad, Chris Harrison, walking in the room, and, and you hear the words, ladies, there's been a little bit of a change tonight. This is now the final rose. Dun, dun, dun. I'm convinced that rose was for Alea. And he takes the rose away. There's one rose left, There's and my reaction four. is, egad. Four women left. Alea, Alexa, Jasmine, and Sarah, and also, wait, five, McKenna. Yeah, and who's going to get that final rose? And McKenna's over there freaking out, oh my god, oh my god, I'm going home. And that's, it's one of those things where I'm sure you're stressed, girl, but... And let me just say... In comparison to these other people and Alea and her drama, you're good. Let me just say, I was convinced Alea was getting that final rose, because that's how it works. But, who got the final rose? None other than... The obvious McKenna. McKenna. Which I'm pumped about. I like McKenna. So, that leaves us with our final contestants of Deandra, Hannah Ann, Kelly, Kelsey, Kiara, Lexi, Matt Slane, McKenna, Natasha, Savannah, Sheehan. I I have a feeling she's going to be drama. Sydney, Tammy, Victoria F., and Victoria P. It's a good group. We are down to 15. We are Mm. half down ready for psycho kelsey to get kicked off hopefully oh, we'll in see the what next happens couple weeks. um but yeah so not a lot of maddie p this week but that's a recap and a rundown of the bachelor for this week um it was a pretty fun episode pretty pretty juicy a lot of tea was, it was a lot of petty drama but yeah, that's why that's we watch what makes the show it's trash tv why we watch what we watch it's great so thank you guys for listening this has been a fun episode of to get a bachelor thank Yay. you riley um, for adding to the commentary. This has been so fun. Uh, join us back next week. We're going to try to get you guys some guest hosts on soon uh, mm-hmm. to chop it up with some other Bachelor watchers from the network. Uh, you might hear a little bit from Chandler Fullman in the weeks to come. Might hear a little bit from Justin Hostler, uh, my co-host on Boom Tracker, and his lovely lady, Miss Laura. So just uh, stay tuned uh, and keep listening, guys. We love you guys so much. We thank you for listening and giving us a platform. And, of course, War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?